Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Recruiter Screen. Uh, if you joined us last week, you'll know that every week we'll be talking to a recruiter or recruiting leader at the very top of their game uh, to take a no-nonsense look at really what makes recruiting so tough, but also so rewarding for them. So I'm Sile, uh, one of the co-founders at MetaView, delighted uh, to be joined today by Jennifer Kim. Um, so Jennifer, thanks so much for doing this. First of all, how are you doing? I'm good. To be honest with you, it's been years since I've done a recruiter screen, so I'm truly honored, and it's a good practice for me too. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, uh, why don't you just sort of uh, go ahead and just give a quick, quick, uh, quick intro for for the folks that that either don't already know you or don't know what you've been up to recently or whatever it might be. Yeah, so I'm Jen. I'm the founder and CEO of Workflow. We're an education and consulting company that works with top startups. So I'm a former head of people, former recruiter, um, who has seen, I feel like, all the predictable problems that happens at startups, and I'm just impatient enough to be like, what if this was better? So I like to work across different companies, do a lot of writing to really focus on that startup-specific strategies. How do we get all these great companies to be better at what they do by helping them hire better? So we do that through courses, fractional head of people consulting, and I do quite a lot of writing as well. Nice. And yeah, I've been a big fan of your your newsletter that I think has picked up recently. What's the, what's the name of that newsletter again? Safe for Work. Safe for Work. And that's, uh, yeah, so folks, you should check that out on uh, on LinkedIn as well. You'll find it by Jen, Jen's profile. It's really, uh, yeah, a really awesome read. So definitely check that out. Um, Awesome. Jen, are you are you ready for your recruiter screen? <laughs> Hold on, let me let me like you know, get my notes. Sure <laughs> I, did, I did like my hair. But yeah, like it's been a really, really long time on, I'm on the other side of this. So yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Well um cool. Well, to kick off, uh what makes you want to throw your laptop out the window when it comes from from a recruiting perspective? Yeah, I think it's the fact that I feel some cognitive dissonance, um, which I don't deal very well with. It's this feeling of, um, on one hand, we all agree that how important recruiting is. You open up Twitter, you open up LinkedIn, people are talking about how important recruiting is. And yet there's kind of the reality of the way recruiting is being done, recruiting professionals are being treated, and recruiting strategy is just so chaotic. So I think it's kind of this feeling of, if we agree that it's important, then why are we continually pursuing these very poor strategies? So for examples would be um, recruiting being kind of the first industry to be affected when there's like slightest you know, downturn in the economy and recruiters getting treated like, like, oh, when times are good, like they're so in demand, they get all these promises. And then when times are bad, they're the first one out the door and their careers have to be very you know, volatile in a way that doesn't make sense whether it's the importance of recruiting and the company internally might say like, you know, like here are all these goals, recruiting is the number one most thing we have to do. And yet you look at maybe the recruiter, um, one person out of a hundred person team whose job it is to do manage all of this, they're so low paid, no resourcing. So that cognitive dissonance to me is like, I'm always just like, am I in the twilight zone? Um, luckily, I do feel like this is changing uh, quite a bit yeah. and all the clients that, you know, Workflow gets to work with is like, or really the companies who see it and want to be different. But yeah. in the, in the, in the wide sphere, I'm just like, oh, we have so long ways to go. Yeah. And have you cracked it? What's, what's your, cause it's a big part of actually um, what we, what we see at MetaView as well, where, you know, my personal background is uh, before starting the company, I was in, in product leadership, 
Shari, who's the other co-founder, was engineering leadership. And, you know, within those communities, people, talent, hiring is what you talk about. You, very rarely do you talk about engineering within engineering leadership. You, you talk about hiring and same thing with product. So we, I, we see this dissonance all the time as well. Why do you think that exists? What's your number one theory? Oh, I can write many, many newsletter posts about this, but <laughs> a couple different things. Um, it's, it's, more, it's less of a number one theory and more of like a unifying theory that like has many yeah. different factors into it. So some of the things I can rattle off, it's, you know, it's some of it is really silly as the fact that recruiting in HR is traditionally like very dominated by women. So in our kind of society, we don't know how to value that work when it's mm. when the, the professionals are majority women. That's one. It's the fact that recruiting the really good, you know, good recruiting efforts and strategy, it's hard to measure and yeah. actually like identify singularly like, oh, it's because we have this great strategy as opposed to it's being a very collaborative effort. So yeah. um, the wrong things can get credit for sometimes. It's hard to quantify the measure, the uh, results of, um, you know, when you are doing great at sales, you have this like one number that moves up and down. Recruiting, you don't actually just can't measure it quite. And good recruiting, it takes time. Uh, so for me, one of the things that I personally focus on is startups because yeah. I don't have the power to change the world, um, don't have a magic wand, but where I uh, choose to focus on is early stage startups by putting in the right foundation, see where we can go from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's super interesting. I wonder whether there's, um, I think those resonate with me fully. I, I, so one of the ones that I sometimes think about as a reason for it is, um, and another reason why maybe we're seeing it change over time is like the macro scenario where, you know, 20 years ago, there was much less attrition within the workforce. There were actually fewer um, like rapid global growth companies. So people who are like recruiting, maybe not 20, maybe if you go like 50 years, that was very, very, very rare. So this idea that actually it's this crucial thing because we're always recruiting because we always attrip people on our team. We always need to backfill. Plus we actually need to grow really fast, which is like done another scale I've never seen before. I wonder if that's sort of also making it more of a strategic thing, but like it has maybe, you know, historic baggage baggage that's making that hard, you know, make it, yeah. that just takes time basically. But the, yeah, super, super the sort world, of theoretical, not, not hard. The world one. of talent is so competitive in the world that our processes that really originate from 50 whatever years ago have not kept up with yeah. so we're working in like this like modern world but with rudimentary tools yeah 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 apart from metaview obviously um anyway um uh what is your i know this is a big chunk of uh, what you sort of help startups with so i think uh we're super curious to know what's your favorite trait or your most sort of advised trait in a hiring manager yeah for me, recruiting, I love it because it really is like some of the most fun you can have at work uh, if you really care about people and growing. The thing about recruiting is that, you know, you can do all this work. At the end of the day, you'll be constantly surprised because you're working with humans, mm. right? Like it's not like just like sales where like, okay, deals are similar. These are archetypes and code. Um, everyone's going to be a little bit different. So what I love about favorite hiring managers is like the ones who really understand that. So they both come in wanting to learn uh, from, you know, like a process uh, expert like me, but also allowing themselves to get surprised, knowing that you'll have to constantly evaluate um, and improve your processes and whatever you're doing now, especially again, because I'm coming from startups at 10 person uh, process, it's going to be different when you're 50, when you're 100 and so on. Yeah. Yeah. So that open, open mind or just like uh, being in touch with the reality of what great routine looks like and open minded to, to 
to reacting to it I guess yeah, as opposed yeah. to like here's how we've always done it like why do you want me to like think about more I'm like yeah this is the part <laughs> nice and so maybe that's a bit of a bit of a lead into the next question what what's the least favorite thing what's the thing that sort of in a hiring manager that you think makes it really hard to to do great recruiting for them with them yeah back when I was doing kind of like in the trenches recruiting in my you know entry level days like oh uh, don't don't ever recommend going back to it but I am glad that I did it this isn't my past um yeah I've written like blog posts about like how hiring managers made me cry and so on I was you know 22 um but I think my least favorite is kind of this like concept of like picky but rushed so you know at the root of that is unrealistic and this person's often probably like either stressed or checked out, but whatever pressure they're feeling, then they just pass it over to people around them. And so often, and this is their mistake, uh, you know, recruiters are seen as kind of like below them as opposed to like a true partnership. So let's say the hiring manager is coming in as like that, you know, the function expert for like whatever that role is, but really the process expert for the recruiter is supposed to be a partnership where like we have a large to learn from each other, we can collaborate, but to way too many you know, hiring managers due to their you know nature of their roles. And again, even like gender can come in where again, uh, recruiting often being like a younger woman, kind of like a, a stereotypically. So it becomes like, hey, you're here to do my orders. And I, I've been in those roles where let's say this person's feeling the pressure of from their CEO or whatever. It's just like, why aren't these roles filled yet? You know, these numbers are looking bad. So what I would love to do is really get a part, like let's sit down, think about things together strategically. Like, okay, you know, what profiles do we need to look at? Where can we, do we need to change a job description? What, what needs, you know, diagnosing? But instead it becomes, where are my candidates? And just kind of this like very pressure. Um, it's, it gets you no results. It really doesn't because often this person who gives you that pressure, it's like, okay, well, I emailed you like 20 candidates and you never responded to them last week. And they're like, oh, well, I don't like, you know, you know, going into lever or greenhouse or whatever. It's just like, oh my God, you are impossible to work with. And it just kind of comes down to um, lack of self-awareness, uh, not looking at recruiting again, kind of like from that call, like this must be fun. Right. But if it's like stressful and you're just passing off that stress, that is not productive yeah i can feel it i feel like you uh you have a, a couple of people front of mind as you're as you're regaling that oh, no, yeah. Ooh, that's never <laughs> to me. um uh any sort of like specific stories like funny or almost horror stories you can share well, about how I'll people like, you down? yeah i mean a few years ago i wrote a post um where i talked about literally like how a hiring manager made me cry my first recruit job when I was early 22 or whatever and it was kind of came down to like a you know a slight like miscommunication or misstep that got overblown and he like yelled at me in front of the whole office just in like in-person open office layout and I wrote about this not from like a like a like oh, fuck this guy <laughs> I'm sorry uh but more just like a like oh like I can see why he was under the stress and like what I could have done but like yeah it's not okay so then actually after I wrote that a few years later uh he wrote me he was like, wow, it feels really weird to click on a you know blog post and realize the story is about you. And he actually ended up writing me a really nice note saying like, hey, that was totally out of line. He also was a young, you know, first time manager and said, 
I am so sorry. That was not acceptable. Like, I hope you're well. I'm actually learning a lot from your writing. So um, yeah, I'm glad I wrote it because uh, I got good feedback from either other, re other readers who've been in that situation, but I'm also like proud of the way like I wrote it, but still with compassion from his, uh, his part that he was able to come back years later and he was like, oh, I messed up and I'm so sorry. And here's how I'm doing better. That's amazing. I love that. Um, what, um, what gets you most excited about your work in, in recruiting in, in TA? You know, it's funny because I remember, you know, we're, we're, we're in like a mindset of you know, nostalgia right now. I think about my early days. I remember recruiting was just not cool. I remember, you know, when I would tell people when I was a recruiter, people would literally back away from me at, you know, like startup networking parties or whatever, or even when I worked at, you know, Lever back in the day, and it's like, oh, you know, why would you want to build software for recruiters? Literally like, ew. Um, and now it's like the hottest thing ever. So even though it hasn't always been the popular thing, I genuinely think this is the most important thing that I, I personally can be working on. You know, I like working in startups. I like working in talent because what are we all doing here, but working in collaboration, trying to do good work, solve problems, you know, a lot of them through companies. And I've been around long enough to be like, huh, all these companies with all these great missions, um, you know, great founders, great ideas, their days just end up being people problems. And talent mm -hmm. yeah. problems. So if we can get just a little bit better, uh, you know, really lifting, uh, rising tides, lift all boats, I really think uh, the problems that we can need to solve as a society, as a world, you know, like I, I really think hiring is up to the center of it. So I yeah. never get tired of thinking about it. Um, I truly have no hobbies besides thinking about uh, recruiting and Taylor Swift. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't think I'll ever leave this space. You got to try and merge those. You got to try and recruit Taylor Swift one day if you can. Uh... Bring her I into... will let her recruit me. <laughs> Maybe she'll recruit or screen me one day. I would love that. <laughs> um, and actually, your your sort of the, your point there around like it being the most important thing in so many in all of these companies, so many of these companies. However, you think about it, again, it really resonates with how we think about things here at Metaview too, and also brings us back around to your the first thing we talked about, which is this dissonance that seems to exist because, you know, any whatever leadership or business podcast you listen to speaking to any CEO, or even if it's not a part, even if you're speaking to them, they will tell you the most, but they, but, but they mean it. They mean the they most important it, thing. But it doesn't trickle their down to how. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You have this weird situation where truly it is the most important thing. And truly the people who are, you know, Whose, whose neck is most on the line for the company and is most, they do believe it too, but just going from that, realization to instrumentation of that within your company is where is what where things sort of fall down uh, and i have a theory about still. that which is um yeah the 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 awareness and importance is definitely on the rise but honestly the skill set isn't there yet um mm. our industry leaders and kind of like best practices and you know culture around thinking about it we're actually not there yet um for example, uh, I was asked some, by somebody recently, it's like, oh, you know, like, do you work with a company? Like, how do you, you know, when, at what point do you work with startups? Is it when their VCs tell you, tell them how important recruiting is? So then they come to you and I'm just like, please don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for that, that's an example. I mean, I could, we could do a whole separate recruiter screen about why I think VCs are not helping the situation and in fact are hurting it. Um, But yeah, it's, I think right now, 
there is no kind of like authority or um this like requirement for people to like get their stuff together it's more like individuals it's it's still very much an individual effort of leaders who must decide for themselves this is important so then I will act upon it and my theory is that we just need more of those and then we can get to a point where we can see a lot more trickle down change yeah slightly controversial take do you do you uh that I'd love to sort of see if you what you think of it but Obviously, we had this sort of like go-go time after after the initial impact of COVID sort of was understood by the tech and startups, you know, where people initially sort of paused hiring and then very rapidly started to hire very, you know, you know, and you had this incredible, you know, um, sort of race to hire people, really. Do, do you think there's a chance that in this world where it's a little bit more considered and deliberate hiring that actually truly the nature of what a recruiter's job is changes to the point where it will, it has a chance to sort of elevate it within people's minds um, in terms of, you know, the strategic nature of it. Um, There better be a chance because that's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) It's what I'm going for. So, you know, I thought about this a lot and, you know, it's that we're kind of at a point where, you know, there can be a million podcast shows like this where we talk about the importance of recruiting and that definitely helps, you know, uh, sparks ideas and get people more committed. But at the end of the day, for me, what I think the most needed changes are is for the next big Google, the, the Facebooks, the stripes of the world to be very successful because they took this seriously that, you know, um, the work I'm doing with like 10%, 20%, 100% companies now I want them to be successful, mega successful five years from now, let's say. And then when everyone's like, oh my God, how did you do it? Oh, you're, you know, the Silicon Valley darling. They're like, well, five years ago, we started with working workflow. Follow Jen because she literally spells it out for you in her future book and courses and all that. Um, I, I actually think that's just the only way we're going to change this at the way we need to. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, sort of except playing the long game. Basically, I think there's there's a lot. This is a this is goes beyond sort of even just recruiting. But when you have longer time horizons to solve a problem, that's usually the way it's going to get solved, right? It's not on the hey, how can I help solve this next quarter, next half year, next year? It's like how could yeah, exactly what you said. How can we how can we look back on the next generation of generational companies? And actually, a key theme is that there was this very particular way they went about hiring, and you know maybe they all worked with with Jen. Um, yeah, do you think I should try to solve it also like on Mars? Like, is that what I? <laughs> if you yeah, if you recruit recruit the team that uh, gets us uh, makes us an interplanetary species, then uh, that will definitely be a, a claim. Um, a little too long of a game. Yeah. Um, all right. To close out, what sort of three qualities do you look for in a a, a top recruiter? Oh boy. So I will say once again, my bias is towards startups because that's you know startup recruiters are where I work with. So. Uh, the best recruiters that I've seen are incredibly creative. So not just the volume game. So that is a skill and there's jobs and recruiting functions where they need that. But I really, really value people who are creative, experimental, wanting to solve problems. Um, second is very collaborative and you know great communicators. I really believe that recruiting cannot be done in silos. It must be done as a collaborative sport which means not just like, well, I'm good at my stuff and, you know, everyone leave me alone. It's like, no, you have to be an excellent communicator, team builder, um, very oriented towards collaboration. And then third, I would say is, yeah, just uh, maybe like a combination of both, but a big learner. 
Um, mm. Given the nature of the work that we're doing with people, you can't just be like, well, I learned this one thing once. I'm just going to repeat it over and over and over and over. Like people are always going to surprise you. Of course, there are, you know, uh, frameworks and baselines, but you're going to have to be very nimble, um, especially in the context of startups where everything's going to be changing in a month anyway. Um, someone who's really excited about that and wants to keep learning. Jen, awesome. It's times like this, I sort of somewhat wish we hadn't committed to keeping these to around 20 minutes and not too much more, because there's a bunch more that I'd love to explore uh, on, on the things you shared, but I want to be disciplined. Um, what's the best way for people to sort of get in touch, check out your work or, or whatever it might be? Yeah. Um, well, before I answer that, I will say like, I think that means I passed the recruiter screen. That's a, that's a good time. I think that means I'm on to on-sites next. I'll look out for your email. Um, yes. The best way to follow me is on LinkedIn um, and follow on uh, newsletter. So that's uh, Jennifer Kim, Jenna's typing on LinkedIn and safe for work newsletter. Awesome. Well, thanks so much again. Been a blast learning about your, your experiences and your perspectives. Uh, so thanks again so much for joining us. Uh, next week, we'll have Nick Roman on the show. So do watch out for that as well. He's former Snap and Peloton tech recruiter, now at Ledger, super passionate about candidate experience. So yeah, can't wait to dig in with him on that. Uh, and until then, hire on. Thanks, folks. Thanks, everybody.